Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. The, the Omahogs are, are back. back. Arkansas baseball has once again returned to the College World Series after compiling a 38 and 16 regular season, including a solid 18 and 12 record against the SEC competition. That was good enough to make the program's 32nd postseason appearance, but put them on the road in Stillwater, Oklahoma, after a quick exit from the SEC tournament and a four and six record in the final 10 games of the regular season. Despite being away from its home stadium where Arkansas collected 28 of its wins, this gritty team found a way to win a dramatic deciding game against the host Cowboys, sending Arkansas on to the Supers. The pitch. Swing and a line drive. Helking the right field line. It's in for a base hit. Webb scores from second base. Wallace is given the green light. He's on his way home. There's no throw. And the Razorbacks are leading. 3-2. He struck him out looking. This one, the Stillwater Regional, belongs to the Razorbacks. They're headed to Chapel Hill. What a game. The two teams just getting after it. This is one of the best teams we've played all year, one of the top two or three. You know, I feel very fortunate to get out of this regional uh, with the win tonight and just to, to win the regional. Following the Stillwater success, it was on the road again for Arkansas against National Seed North Carolina in Chapel Hill. The Razorbacks won game one against the Tar Heels behind Connor Nolan's shutout work over six and two-thirds and a big fifth inning for the offense. Peyton Stovall leads off the fifth inning against Max Carlson. Third base plays up, righty-lefty match, and Stovall swings and drives the first pitch to deep right center. There it goes. Peyton Stovall out of here. And the Hogs grab the lead on the first pitch of the fifth inning. In game two, the Hogs had to battle through two lightning delays and fell behind after the top of the ninth inning, but found a way again to punch their ticket into the College World Series for the 11th time. And the pitch to Slavens. Swing, ground ball, base hit, right center field. Brady Slavens sparks this team to Omaha. And the roadshow continues for the Arkansas Razorbacks. A 4-3 win come from behind style in the ninth inning. The Razorbacks dogpiling on the field here in Chapel Hill with their 11th trip to the College World Series, and you can call them the Omahas. The game was amazing. Both teams were strong mentally, hung in there through the two rain delays or lightning delays and frustrations and just a testament to the competitiveness of both teams. Coverage of the Razorbacks return to Omaha on 1037 The Buzz is brought to you by Jones and Son Fine Jewelry, Slim Chickens, Cupids, Lion Legal Services, Edwards Food Giant, Smith Ford, and Homer's Ace Hardware. I don't know if you guys that were standing right here with us last year remember what I said. I said we're going to go get one celebrate on somebody else's field. And we just happened to be in North Carolina. I would just ask you this, because I don't think we'll get to go home till tomorrow. Be smart tonight. 
We ain't done, man. We not. No, we ain't done. Right now, let's head to DJ's dugout down the street from Charles Schwab Stadium and get you set for a Razorback baseball game day on the buzz. All right, welcome in to DJ's dugout here in Omaha. John Neighbors and Justin Acri in a packed house here at DJ's dugout. Everything's looking good. Razorback fans have been here for a couple of hours. We've got a couple of uh, celebrity Razorbacks in the house as well. Should we check in on uh, our friends here, John, see everybody's doing? Razorback fans, how are we today? There you go. So uh, we have been here for a couple of days. It's been fun at DJ's, a lot more fun today, though. We've got a, a great crowd on hand. We've been packed in, and the Alumni Association, the foundation, have put together a great pregame party. And we are going to maybe talk to a couple of folks here, but we're going to play a, a bunch of the sound that we've gotten from players and coaches. Obviously, the huge matchup with Stanford and Arkansas today. 1 o'clock, and we will throw it over to Learfield starting at 12.30 today. Let Phil and Bubba take us into the pregame. But it's going to be a warm one on tap. Looks like it may have got a little bit of a break. It's like low 90s at first pitch, and then we'll climb from there. But uh, it's going to be a, a warm week, and hopefully Arkansas is here to sweat it out all the way through next weekend in that championship best of three. Hey, listen, I don't think Razorback fans with this Razorback baseball team, they don't care what the weather is. They don't care how, if it was going to be too hot, too cold, snow, rain, hurricane, whatever it is. They're just glad to be here. And the fact that they made it to this point is, is just incredible. And hopefully the run continues on. Hopefully we're up here for many days because I know that uh, that means uh, nothing but good things for Arkansas. But, you know, just what a, what a showing by Razorback fans, too, being able to make the trip up here to Omaha. It's not the easiest place to get to. It's not the most affordable place to stay, as we all know, but I'm telling you, it's just uh, it's incredible to see Razorback fans once again showing up and showing out for their Razorbacks here in Omaha. 47-16 and 16 Stanford, 43-19 and 19 Arkansas matching up, and of course Stanford was the class of the Pac-12 this year. Um, they won the regular season. They won the Pac-12 tournament. Their starter, Alex Williams, in the news this week, and we're going to hear from him a little bit later uh, in the in the show, and Connor Nolan, who has been lights out the last couple of games for hit for Arkansas, of course, in the regional and super regional, will go for Arkansas today. And I think uh, Razorback fans have got to feel awfully confident with him on the mound. And one of the things about this ballpark, John, the Charles Schwab Field, is that it's uh, a big one, and typically you don't see a lot of balls go out of the park. But we saw six home runs hit on day one. Oklahoma beat Texas A&M thirteen to eight. And, more importantly, Notre Dame beat Texas. I'm sure Razorback fans were devastated over that. Yeah. 7-3 to three the final there, so that was great. Hey, it was a tough day for the state of Texas. I know we hate to see that, but it was a pretty tough day for the state of Texas. I don't know how many times I've said horns down in the last 24 hours, but it was a lot. Let's just say it that way. So, uh, one of those two will be eliminated on on uh, Sunday, tomorrow. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. But that's the thing. I mean, it can happen in a flash, and you lose game one, and obviously you're on the brink. So, hopefully that won't be the case for Arkansas. Um, so Stanford, we mentioned some of their accolades. Here's an interesting point. Arkansas has played nine College World Series teams, of course, with four teams out of the West here. Stanford's only matchup with a College World Series team is Arkansas. Beat them five-zip early in the season. I think both teams have certainly changed a lot since then. Um, but, you know, again, Arkansas, we've been talking about it through the week, a little more battle-tested probably than their opponents from the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, and that's the thing is like Stanford is the number two overall uh, seed. You know, they were a team that uh, a lot of people like you know Kendall Rogers and these experts were picking to go really far into the postseason, but 
it, it was a struggle for him. I mean, I'm not sitting here saying that, you know, it's always easy for Arkansas to get to this point, but it shows you how difficult it is to get to Omaha, but they are definitely very vulnerable. You know, they're not a team that's just unbeatable, that seems like, oh, I don't know how they're going to be able to do this. This is a team in Stanford, which we, these two teams played. It was a lot different for both teams, but heading into the College World Series, all bets are off. Everyone's playing their best baseball right now, and Arkansas is one of those teams. So I don't see any reason why Arkansas can't take care of business in this, but you mentioned it with Connor Nolan. He's been phenomenal in the postseason. He was great against North Carolina. That's got to give this entire pitching staff a lot of confidence to where, hey, no matter who you're going up against, yeah, they got a great lineup. they got some good hitters out there, but yep. you'll be able to take care of business as long as Connor Nolan goes out there and does his thing. Yeah, well, hopefully he can keep those ground balls coming. This is a team with some real power from uh – from Stanford, and we'll talk about them in just a, a minute, a little bit more about them and also their starting pitcher as well. Dave Van Horn and the Razorbacks, you know, it's been a couple years, but you typically expect this team to be in Omaha. Just missed it by a game last year, but hopefully they can get back on track and make a deep run this year now that they have returned to the Midwest for the championship opportunity. Here's Dave this week on being back, adjusting his team, and how he feels like this team's a little bit different. Yeah, just obviously just great to be back. Um, this place, I've said it 20 times in the last week, it never gets old. Uh, it's, it's hard to get here. It's special. Um, this, these guys right here and their teammates, they, they did a great job the last couple of weekends of playing about as hard as I can, I've seen them play all year. And uh, I went into a couple of difficult places and came away victorious. And, you know, now we get – get to be up here it's uh it's great well, we, we needed to make that's the thing about dave van horn is that he has always done a really good job of getting his team prepped and uh getting ready to uh, get these guys into the college world series has done a good job but uh he also had this more to say about being in the college world series well we, we needed to make some adjustments you know we struggled down the stretch on the mound a little bit uh with uh you know, we're giving up big innings, and big innings usually happen when you walk people. Uh, it pitch behind in the count, and that's what happened a lot. And so we, we we changed up a little bit where we didn't announce our three starters. We get, we give you Friday starter, and we just see who we, who we had left. We told the staff, pitching staff, that uh, all hands on deck. Don't think you're starting tomorrow. You may be pitching today, and. Uh, you know, it seemed to work a little bit, and then we just we've had a few guys step up for us, and you know, position player wise, it's pretty much the same guys, but it really changed the lineup going into the regional. Just took Wallace out of the leadoff spot, put him three hole, put Webb in the, took him out of the middle lineup, put him up top, and a few others, a few other adjustments there, and it, it worked. It's. It's really special to be back here, uh, especially the way it ended last year. It really had a perfect season going. It was unbelievable. Uh, won everything that was put in front of us. Won every series on the weekend. Um, and then to lose those last two games by one run both days, you know, it was tough. So it made this year, it just, it was special because of kind of the hurt from last year, honestly. Um, this group is, is just is special because they didn't want to be known as the team after the team that didn't do a whole lot and faded at the end of the year. Um, I, I don't know, just a lot of different personalities that came together. And, you know, we got back from that trip from Alabama. We were gone for two weeks. 
a lot of times a coach can look at a team and look at the way they walk around and body language and you're going, well, we're in trouble. And we didn't let that happen. They didn't let it happen. And to me, that makes them special. That's yeah, a great group. And again, that was one of the big storylines this week is Arkansas's adjustment of roles on the fly late in the season. Dave Van Horn was a master moving the lineup around before the regional started. That lineup has been very effective. They've made a couple of, you know, you've had a pinch hitter here and there, but for the most part, that's been a great group. And then the pitching staff, it's crazy, John, to see guys moving to different roles. Hagen Smith's a great example from starter all year to reliever now. And, you know, you've moved some guys around. You know, Will McIntyre's a guy you're leaning on a little bit more heavily now as a starter. We would, I guess, anticipate he'll probably be your day two guy. And then, you know, Jackson Wiggins didn't even throw in North Carolina. So, A, rested. B, not sure what that looks like for him. Is he a day three starter, a game four if it gets to that point starter? Who knows? But the good news is you got some guys who feel very comfortable with their versatility, and you can use them in a lot of different ways. Well, that's the thing that makes Dave Van Horn such a great coach is that he's not going to just get set in his ways and say, well, we did this in the beginning of the year. This was our rotation. These are the guys we've rolled with the whole time. We're going to stick with it and just ride out to the very end. If he sees something, if he sees some guy really coming along, if he likes the stuff that they're throwing in practice, he's going to make those adjustments. And I think that one of the biggest things that really has helped this team is, like you said, with the Hagen-Smith deal, where, yeah, he was a starter, and he did a really good job this year as a true freshman. But something that Dave Van Horn uh, kept reiterating is that when you have a guy that has started all year, but then you bring him in in that closer role, it's a lot less pressure because it's not like, oh, okay, well, i got to make sure I last a long time. It's like, no, just go in there and strike some dudes out. And, yeah. I mean, it's been a game changer. What's interesting, too, I mean, again, you see teams adjust through the year. Coach Musselman's in the house. We're going to try to get him on before he cuts out of here today and heads over to the ballpark. But, you know, you saw with the basketball team, they made adjustments throughout with the lineup standpoint. Guys were playing heavily early, weren't playing late, and vice versa. And But to adjust into the postseason, it's one thing to do it in you know pre-conference play and then adjust where you feel good in conference play or even midway through conference play. But to do it in the postseason and snap your fingers and go, nope, we're going to do it this way. And it's beautiful, and it all worked out perfectly so far. And hopefully that continues here in Omaha. Connor Nolan will be the starter. We mentioned that. Let's hear from Arkansas' starting pitcher on the matchup with Stanford today. I think so. We obviously played them earlier in the year and Hagen Smith through that game. So I got to sit back and watch. I uh, kind of just take everything in, so I kind of got a sneak peek at their lineup and uh, have a good idea of what they do. They swing it well. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody's seen that the past couple weeks. Uh, they're a good team, solid from one to nine, and uh, well-rounded throughout that lineup. So it's a good challenge for us. Very magnanimous by Connor Nolan. Not so much from his counterpart on the other side. We'll hear from Alex Williams, who uh, popped off at a presser this week, and we'll. Talk about uh, that in a little bit, but real quick, wanted to mention. I think we got a break coming up here, but yeah, this is a, a dangerous lineup. We'll go into detail on that on the other side. So let's take our first time out. We'll come back in a second. We are here at DJ's Dugout. It is a packed house. Razorback fans wall to wall, just the way God intended it. We'll continue on with pregame, and again, we're going to go all the way up till 12:30. Hand it off to Phil and Bubba. Stay tuned. Much more coming up. The return for the Razorbacks to Omaha is underway. Continue after this. Day 209 on the island, there is still no rescue in sight. I long for the simple comforts of home, the leather seats, the spacious interior, the 12.3-inch touchscreen display, and of course, the panoramic moonroof. If I could only gaze through it one more time... Jerry! What? Stop talking about your Highlander and help me with the raft! 
Frank seems more agitated than normal lately. Could it possibly be because he, too, misses my Toyota Highlander? No, Jerry! It's not because I miss your Highlander! And stop acting like I can't hear you! Yes, that must be it. Comparing his sad raft to my sleek-looking Highlander has finally broken him. Just stop. Experience the unforgettable 2022 Toyota Highlander for yourself. Visit your local dealer or go to toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. See packages and options at toyota.com for feature availability. Mobile sports betting is now live on the BetSaracen app. Go to BetSaracen.com for details, plus $500 in free play. BetSaracen.com. Dry rub wings are back at Slim Chickens. Fresh, fried, and full of flavor. Like smooth and kicking Cayenne Ranch, zesty lemon pepper, or turn up the heat with new, spicy Nashville Hot. Try them today with a meal, party tray, or catering. At Slim's, bold flavor is what we do. Slim Chickens is open late for your late-night chicken fix. Order on the Slim Chickens app or drive on through. Late-night drive through and delivery at select locations. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer present Match Game on 103.7 The Buzz. Listen to the morning mayhem for your chance to play their version of the classic TV game show. All you got to do is fill in the blank. If you get a match, you win. Match Game on the morning mayhem. Brought to you by Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. Cupid's lingerie revels in all things pleasure and play, including sexy apparel, romance accessories, and so much more. Day to night, fancy or funky, we've got you covered or uncovered. (laughs) We're knowledgeable about every product we offer and are confident we can help you find exactly what your heart desires. Visit shopcupids.com today or any of our eight convenient Arkansas locations. Cupid's. Enjoy. (laughs) We know you can't get enough of your favorite flavors. Luckily, Kroger Free Pickup makes it easy to grab what you need without any surprise fees. Whether it's extra buns for the barbecue or those chips you just can't quit, start your cart with the Kroger app. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply, subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Coverage of the College World Series is brought to you by Jones and Son Fine Jewelry, Slim Chickens, Lion Legal Services, Edwards Food Giant, Cupid's Lingerie, Smith Ford, and Homer's Ace Hardware. All right, welcome back here to Omaha's DJ's Dugout. John Neighbors and Justin Acri. There we go. All right. Um, good crowd. I think a few folks have filed out now after uh, hanging out for a while, heading over to the stadium. We are one hour in 15 minutes or so from pitch between Stanford and Arkansas. And, again, some uh, – yeah, you know, it's a big opportunity. We we didn't ever find the number. I don't think of the teams that have come through the losers bracket to win the whole thing, but it has certainly happened before. About a dozen times, I think, is what I was able to figure out, uh, where you lose the first game and then work your way back. But it certainly makes things a lot tougher if you can win those first couple and then uh, not have to play out of the losers bracket. It makes things a lot easier. When you think about 2018, when this team actually did make the finals, 
I mean, that's what they did so well, is, is they won game one, won game two, won game three, and then boom, there they are. So, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, obviously, <laughs> the more you win, the easier it is to get there. But, yeah, game one is always one of the most important ones, and that's what makes this game against Stanford such a such a big one for Arkansas. I'm not saying that they can't come back. I'm not saying that if they lose this one, then it's right. over. But, man, it certainly sets you up a lot nicer, especially for the pitching rotation. No question. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about the offense right now, John. And a guy that you've gotten to know pretty well this year, the freshman who had, I mean, a guy that's had, uh, I mean, kind of really um, sort of followed the road for the team. I mean, he had some struggles early, and he was in a big position as a leadoff batter out of the gate as a true freshman, Peyton yep. Stovall, who could have signed first-round money, you know, and instead of going to college, and thankfully he ended up in Fayetteville, and then struggled through the middle of the year, got an injury, and sat a few games, and it certainly paid off well for him, and he has been on fire batting 500 in the postseason since they got to the regional and beyond. So, I mean, he is a guy that you've gotten to know pretty well this year. We're going to hear from him in a second. But uh, certainly he is a key cog, and he's played a you know very solid uh, job defensively at first base, but it's, his bat's been red hot. Well, the thing is, is that Dave Van Horn said many times that he had such a high expectation on him coming in this year, which he had him as the preseason SEC freshman of the year, which, again, I still think that's a stupid award to hand out to anybody <laughs> in the preseason because it's a freshman. You never know. But he had a lot of expectations. And, you know, he even said that uh, on Out of Bounds when he would come on that, you know, he, he wasn't being as patient at the plate. He wasn't. He was felt like there was always this, this pressure on him. Well, when he went through that injury and had to be held out for a few weeks, he just kind of came back and started feeling a lot more comfortable. And in the postseason, he's been electric because here's the one thing. We know the guys at the top of the batting order are really good, and they can do some damage. But when you can got, have guys like Peyton Stovall, like Jalen Battles, even Eric Gregory finds a way to get on base very effectively at the bottom of the lineup, that's going to set you up in a lot of these innings too. And that's what Stovall's done such a good job, not only getting hits, but getting those timely hits to set up the top of the order. All right, uh, Peyton Stovall had a chance. Uh, well, John had a chance to visit with Peyton. I don't know if I would go the other way around, but uh, Peyton visited with the media yesterday after Arkansas's final practice over at Creighton Prep, and here is Peyton Stovall. Feel you know these type of games, you know, these type of series. You know you're going to probably be all hands on deck like it's been the last couple mm-hmm. weeks, and it's worked out for you. Just how good do you and the rest of the staff feel that y'all ready to do whatever it takes? I think we're we all feel really well. I think we uh, I think we're at the point of the year where we're all kind of just like we'll pitch whenever we'll pitch whatever kind of situation we need to. We just all want to go out and go out there and win. You had a great situation in North Carolina, obviously, where it seemed like the pitching just brought it and you held them to a very minimal amount of runs. And like a type of thing like that on, a, on the road in a super region, what does that do just for the confidence of the entire pitching staff? I think it's big. You know, you go out there and that first matchup with Stanford and just kind of think about how you felt individually or with the team. Just what's the differences like now this time around facing uh, you know, I think just uh, us, our team has a confidence. You know, the level's really grown. Um, we were still trying to figure out each other and still just wondering how to play as a team. And, um, you know, you have Hagen pitched against him last time, who's very young, still is young. But, um, you know, he's he's grown up a lot since then, and this whole team has grown up a lot. We've, um, we've come together as a team, and we're playing more like a team, and we're looking forward to the opportunity to uh, play him again. We know Coach Van Horn isn't much of like a rah-rah guy, but how is he kind of framing conversations as far as motivation for this College World Series, and do you get the sense that this is one he really wants? Yeah, so, I mean, you're at the time now where, like, in Omaha, it's like you, you really shouldn't have to have motivation. You know, you've made it, you're here. Like, you know, it kind of goes unspoken that, like, you're here to win it. You're not just here to be here. And so, you know, his message to us is just keep playing as a team and just uh, keep playing the same brand of baseball that we've been playing, just good, clean baseball, um, you know, making the defensive plays, just throwing strikes, and, uh, just some clutch two-out timely hits. Um, that's that's how you win at this level, and you know that's just kind of what he's spoken to us. And he just wants us to relax and just have fun here. You're hitting 
down at the bottom of the order with Braden Webb at the top, new leadoff hitter. Uh, when when you get on and you've done that a lot this postseason, how confident do you, do you feel that you'll be able to score with him at the top of the order? Yeah, I mean, I feel really confident. I feel like me and Greg are uh, two of the better eight nine holes in the uh, in the entire college baseball, and so just being able from down there at the bottom of the lineup, just being able to get on for our top of the top of the order. I mean, our top of the lineup is dangerous. You have Michael, you have Caden. Um, you know, you have Brady, you have Webb, you have all of them up those uh, those guys who are big RBI guys for us. And so, you know, us being able to get on base is huge for them. I mean, that's when that's when they're at their best is when guys are on base. And so, being able to get to the top of the order is huge for us in this lineup. You, you left your batting practice top in Alabama, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, has that been a key for you? Yeah. So, yeah. So, I was just telling them. So, we just we actually um, we found it. Um, I, it was after the Stillwater region. We found it, okay. and I couldn't find my uh, I couldn't I couldn't find it all Stillwater and before. So, you know, Coach Van Horn and Mr. Mark was like, just get a new one. So I ended up getting number fifty-seven. Mm-hmm. So we so I wore number fifty-seven all in the Stillwater regional, and it was great. Um, you know, we played really good, and so I was like, so when we get back from the regional, I found number ten. I found it again. Well, I was like, I'm Can't gonna keep anymore, I'm gonna right? keep wearing fifty-seven. Well, we go to North Carolina and we play really good, and we win that super regional. So we're here. I have number ten pack still, but I'm still gonna continue to wear fifty-seven. So. It's an interesting story. I mean, baseball players are notoriously superstitious, so I'm not shocked at that at all. No, I mean, and that's what's exactly what you thought when you kept seeing him with 57. Dave Van Horn's kind of the same way. He's been wearing that number 21 baseball jersey uh, ever since they got into the postseason, and now look at him. So I, I'll be honest. I saw him in the dugout the other day with Battles, talking about Stovall, yeah. and I was like, I know that face. I know that face. Who's 57? Who is that? I'm like, I know this kid. I cannot place him. And that's why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't have to worry about anybody else wearing 57 because I think that that's a number that's pretty obscure in baseball. Yeah, that, that explains it. Well, the pitching staff has certainly come together. And, again, whatever role they're needed in, they have been willing to do it. And uh, we, sh- I just made a mistake there. I was calling for the wrong clip, and so I apologize there. We had a little bit of Cole Ramins there a minute ago. But uh, we will listen to the rest of that now, only about a minute long here. But Cole Ramage talking about Arkansas, Stanford, and getting off to, uh, you know, hopefully a good start here in Omaha. Feel you know these type of game, you know these type of series. You know you're gonna probably be all hands on deck like it's been the last couple mm-hmm. weeks, and it's worked out for you. Just how good do you and the rest of the staff feel that they're ready to do whatever it takes? I think we're we all feel really well. I think we uh, I think we're at the point of the year where we're all kind of just like we'll pitch whenever we'll pitch whatever kind of situation we need to. We just all want to go out and go out there and win. You had a great situation in North Carolina, obviously, where it seemed like the pitching just brought it and you held them to a very minimal amount of runs. And like a type of thing like that on, a, on the road in a super regional, what does that do just for the confidence of the entire pitching staff? I think it's big. You know, you go out there and you're playing in a hostile environment and just being able to keep the bats at ease on the other team really not only helps us, but it also helps the, our bats on our side, you know, because they feel like if they go out and score just a few runs so we can hold it for them and, and get the win. Yeah, when your bats are swinging it well, like they have been this whole tournament, how does that make you as a pitcher feel? You know, it's great. You know, you, you see when it's easier, it's much easier to pitch when you got a lead. Um, it makes it a, takes a little bit of the pressure off. But you know, when our when our team gets going, we can really score as many runs as we want. Hopefully, that's the case. Hopefully, so. I don't know how many uh, Arkansas will need to score. It was a very high scoring affair out of the gate yesterday. A and M and and Oklahoma, 13-8, to Sooners get over on the Aggies, and that was one of the more high-scoring games in a while here at the College World Series. And then Notre Dame in a lower-scoring affair, 7-3 over Texas. So matchup today, Arkansas first to Stanford. That's a 1 o'clock, and then 6 o'clock, Ole Miss and Auburn will go, and the winners face off Monday, the losers face off Monday. Uh, the 
big part of that, of course, is the winners will play in the evening at 6 and the losers will play in the heat of the day at 1 o'clock, and it is going to be scorcher on Monday, probably closer to 100 on Monday. So pretty hot day for sure. That's not going to be some nice motivation, though. I mean, like they need any more, let's be honest. But, hey, just say, hey, if you win this game, you don't have to worry about playing in the heat, or at least the lesser of the heat in the night. So that's right. another reason to win this game. Well, we are uh, about to take our second time out and trying to decide if we should move on into some of this other stuff I wanted to get into. I want to talk about Alex Williams a little bit, mm-hmm. and obviously he created some controversy. So we'll just go this route, and then we'll take our time out. But Alex Williams, a starting pitcher, outstanding this year. He was the Pac-12 Pitcher of the Year. But it's a guy who gave up six home runs the entire season. But the good news for Arkansas fans is that five of those came over his last three starts, including three against Texas State in the regional, and he lost his last two starts, four and two-thirds, five earned runs against Texas State in the last time out against Connecticut, only made it one and a third and gave up six earned runs. So not going particularly well for him of late. The game before that, he got a win in four and two-thirds, but he gave up four earned runs against Arizona and a home run in there as well. So his last three games, he's given up at least one home run in each of them. And uh, he's a guy that has you know, been very good this year, as I said, but did not finish very well. Obviously, just like uh, Taylor Swift talked about, he's ready to shake it off because he uh, was pretty confident at the media event this week. Yeah, well, and also just to add to that, too, is that I, I looked at what he had done all year long. You mentioned the five home runs and everything. I think that has so much to do with the the postseason competition that they end up playing. Yeah, and that just, could be. And just the difference it is from the Pac-12. Well, here he is, Alex Williams, with what was the only bit of controversy we got from the press conferences this week. Yeah, I mean, they're a good team. I, uh, I was on the book, and I was doing the charting for uh, Quinn Matthews when he pitched against him back in Back in uh, Texas was that second week of the year. Uh, I know they're going to be a good team. I know they're going to be a good offense, and I look forward to facing them. Uh, I think it's going to be a good game, and uh, I take our offense over theirs any day. I think we uh, we got them, but uh, I don't know. I'll respect them. <laughs> but, hey, they're a good team. I, I look forward to playing them. I think we got them, he said. Hmm. Well, we're going to find out in, uh, in just about an hour whether or not you do uh, or not. But this is a very dangerous lineup. I will say this. He has confidence in his offense for a reason. This is a filthy offense. 117 home runs for the team this year. Six players in double digits with home runs. Six players, the same guys, with 50-plus RBI. Arkansas only has two 50-RBI guys, Slavens and Wallace, this season. And from a home run standpoint, the top home run guy for Arkansas has 15, and they've hit a bunch of bombs. Uh, 22 for Carter Graham. You got uh, Braden Montgomery, the right fielder with 18. Brock Jones, who we'll hear from later, with 20. Batting 327, 56 RBI. And Drew Bowser, their third baseman, 18 home runs. So they got plenty of guys who can send it out of the park today. Yeah, they do. But we know that the ballpark, everyone kept saying that, you know, this is a tough one to hit it out in. But you mentioned the home runs yesterday. This is why it's going to be just so important to, to make sure that the defense is stepping up in every which way. Because the last thing you want to do is get base runners on and then somebody goes up there and jacks a three-run shot, and suddenly you're behind in the second inning. It's so important to be able to get off to that nice defensive start, make sure that you're not beating yourself, not committing errors on your own fruition, and just uh, go out there and give Connor Nolan that support, too, with the offense, because I think he's going to do a good job, but the offense also has to do their job, too. There will be plenty of Razorback fans in the house today, and on Monday as well. But I will tell you this, John, this is where this program is. I've talked to a number of folks this week who said, you know, I said, uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I said, okay, well, when are you going to get there? Oh, we're not coming until the second weekend. Confidence. That's a lot of confidence. But, confidence. again, it's been instilled by Dave Van Horn in this program's success. Consistency has been uh, the call. And obviously narrowly missed out last year, but they're back this year. And uh, the boys are truly back in town. We're going to try to 
after Coach Musselman finishes up, see if we can snag him for a couple of minutes and see if we come over and chat. It's been a busy week for the basketball team this uh, week as well. Uh, but again, success breeds success. The Razorback program's rolling. Today's topic, Father's Day deals. Dads can be tough to shop for. Not at Kohl's. I got my dad a shirt for just eleven oh four. Okay, that is pretty great. It gets better. You can take an extra 15% off already amazing deals, like 20% off grilling tools, and not to mention, 25% off Under Armour gear. All right, I'm sold. Oh, and you can save even more with a Kohl's card. More style and more savings? On my way there now. Select styles, 15% off ends June 19th. Under Armour coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's for details. DQ presents... Picture this. Picture a Father's Day message that you can't fold up and put in an envelope. A DQ cake with Dad's name on it. Literally. Because a card is great, but this is a gift the whole family can enjoy. And that includes you. So serve up some cake made with world-famous vanilla soft serve and a fudge and crunch center that Dad and the fam are sure to love. No envelope required. Grab this Father's Day favorite cake to share with your favorite dad and your whole favorite family. Only a DQ. Happy tastes good. Worried your air conditioner won't survive the summer? Now's the time to schedule a maintenance appointment. We offer free estimates on system replacements and have in-stock equipment to repair or replace your unit. Call Middleton today at 501-224-4888. Hey, this is Mitch at Red River Ram Dodge Chrysler and Jeep. And folks, this is my favorite time of year. It's Jeep Freedom Days. And you know, at Red River, one thing we believe in... That's freedom. Like right now, you've got the freedom to order your car online at redriverjeep.com. You can custom build it and get it however you want. And you have the freedom to take the in-person experience and come in and order your new vehicle right here from a salesperson. Or buy one right off our lot. So make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs or check us out online at redriverdodge.com. I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code BOOST for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's promo code BOOST. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code BOOST for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code BOOST for a $5 bonus. It's time to cheer on the Omahogs in the College World Series. Hear every pitch on 1037 The Buzz. Coverage is brought to you by Jones & Sons Fine Jewelry, Slim Chickens, Wine Legal Services, Edwards Food Giant, Smith Ford, Homer's Ace Hardware, and Cupid's Lingerie. Coverage of the College World Series is brought to you by Jones & Sons Fine Jewelry, Slim Chickens, Lion Legal Services, Edwards Food Giant, Cupid's Lingerie, Smith Ford, and Homer's Ace Hardware. Welcome back. It is 12.04. We are live at DJ's Dugout here in Omaha. Justin Akery, John Neighbors on site, and we will be here as long as the Hogs are, so hopefully for a good long while, all the way through next weekend. And there are a lot of fans here. I know some are coming in and out, going to come in for this game, maybe stick around for Monday, have to roll back, come back. But uh, hopefully we're here for a while, and uh, luckily Arkansas fans have been spoiled a little bit with the success not only of the baseball program, but of the basketball, football Softball programs, things are aces right now. Hunter Yurchek's here, and uh, I'm sure he's feeling good. And 
Eric Musselman has made the trip up today and is kind enough to join us for a few minutes here. Coach, great to see you, and uh, obviously a pretty exciting occasion here. Yeah, we're excited. It should be a awesome day for baseball, and obviously great showing as expected by the Razorback fans. You guys were in the news a lot this week. You had an exciting trip announced and uh, had an NBA champion crowd, so a lot of good things going with the basketball program also. Yeah, really cool to see Moses Moody. He had a great rookie year, obviously, with the Warriors, and to be able to finish it off uh, with an NBA championship is really, really cool. Um, you know, he got to play pretty significant minutes for a guy on a really good team. So, And he got the ability to learn from veterans that have incredible work ethic in Steph Curry and, and uh, Clay Thompson. So great way to uh, cap off his rookie year. And then certainly we're excited about the Big 12 challenge of playing at Baylor and and then also our overseas trip as well where our guys will get four games of experience. So tell us about that overseas trip. What all went into the planning of that? Because I know you're very strategic in what you do and scheduling and all that, but what made that come about? Well, we want the guys, one, we want game experience with 11 new players and only two returning guys. We need some extra practices and we need some extra games. So the four games will give us a chance to look at different combinations, different rotations. We'll probably start a different team maybe every game while we're over there. Uh, But most importantly is the 10 practices where we'll be able to uh, go a little bit more uh, time-wise than what the four hours provides during the normal eight-week uh, off-season summer training. So we're looking forward to it. And then, and then the chemistry and the bonding aspect of a trip like that uh, can really hopefully, you know, put us a little bit ahead of the curve. You've obviously been through that, you know, the, I don't know if I call it rebuilding, but the, the mixing and matching of different players. And I would think for a year like this when you've got so many new guys, especially so many true freshmen coming in, that this is particularly helpful, and you already alluded to that a little bit. No, it is for sure because, I mean, six of our 13 players are freshmen. That's a lot of freshmen. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously a really talented group, but still that's a big jump from high school to college, and, and we're seeing it right now both from a scheme standpoint it's a little bit different when you go to the basket um, with shot blockers at the collegiate level than, than maybe what you're used to as a high school player. The size, the athleticism, the strength, all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then probably a little bit more detailed uh, from a scheme standpoint on both sides of the ball. You mentioned the tra- uh, that also the transfers that have come in, too, and you have a bunch of 6'9-plus guys. Uh, you know, that was something, of course, you know, last year you had Jalen Williams and a couple bigger guys there, but... So talk to us about the decision of going and getting a lot more tall and a lot more length there uh, for especially guys down low. Yeah, I mean, we've just had really good success with tall point guards and tall off guards and being, you know, having great size at the small forward position. Uh, it's pretty funny. I I looked at my son the other day, Michael, and I said, our, our point guard's taller than our center in year one because, <laughs> because Anthony Black's first practice was uh, was Friday. And Anthony, six seven and a half, and Adriel Bailey, our center in year one, was six six. So we look a lot different. Like if you watch us in practice, the size, the athleticism uh, is just a little bit different than it has been. And certainly in the layup line or when we get off the bus, uh, we look like a different team. Now, how that correlates in game, only time will tell because we still got to figure out, you know, go to plays, go to players. Uh, all those things that go into what kind of happens when you're in the middle of non-conference play. Eric Musselman's joining us here. DJ's dug out. A few folks heading over. A lot of the folks have already headed over to the stadium. You know, we kind of drew a similarity, Coach, uh, between your program and the baseball program. And Coach Van Horn, to the very end, 
was mixing and matching players and roles. And, I mean, we saw you do that even we saw it a couple of years ago, but even more so deeper into the season this last year. I guess the coach, you got to have a lot of confidence in what you're doing to be able to mix those things up even later in the season when it gets down to crunch time. Yeah, I mean, I think you just have to uh, be able to take uh, criticism, um, you know, and if it works, it's obviously praise, but a lot of people will just stay status quo. Um, but you have to be confident that you're doing the right thing. For instance, two years ago, we inserted Jalen Williams into the starting lineup. He hadn't started at all. He, as a matter of fact, he didn't start the first NCAA tournament game. We started him in game two, and that change, you know, we felt helped us win another two games. Um, but he had earned it. It was his time. Even though we were in the NCAA tournament, um, same thing with Devo Davis. Both those guys, their freshman year, as the season progressed, their roles become larger and larger. And a lot of people have the philosophy in basketball and non-conference to play freshmen early in non-conference, and then they just don't play them in conference play. And we want our guys to earn it, and then once they earn it, we roll them out there. So um, kind of a little bit different philosophy. But obviously what Coach Van Horn's done with, you know, the pitching, you know, you look at the, how the rotations have changed. Uh, players' roles have changed. Players have accepted, embraced the role that Coach Van Horn has given them. Um, and that's what you have to do. You've got to sacrifice when you want to try to win big. You guys have spoiled the fans. I mean, people really don't need to plan vacations anymore. They just need to figure out where you guys are going to be in your regionals. I mean, we were out in San Francisco, <laughs> San Francisco with you. John has been all over the place with the baseball team. And now we had a huge contingent that's come here to Omaha. I mean, you guys are really spoiling the fans. But it's... It's a pretty awesome thing to be able to see some great cities around America, but also root for your favorite team. No, it's all, I mean, it's the, the athletic success on campus. I mean, we always tell recruits it's a campus of champions. Um, you look at the, what the track team's done and, and um, you know, women's soccer and, and Coach Van Horn and Coach Pittman, you can go on and on. Um, the winning that happens on campus is, is really, really incredible. The softball team, it was so fun to watch that and, um, and the crowds for softball were insanely positive and great, too. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you about Jalen. You mentioned him, Coach. And, and you seemed pretty confident early on that he was not coming back out after he announced. Put on your NBA hat again for me. How do you see his role working in the NBA? What kind of player will he be? Well, I think he's unique because he can, he can, he can play out on the floor. Uh, he's got a dribble handoff game. He's got a really good uh, court vision. He can kind of be like a point center. You can run offense through him which is really where the NBA has evolved as there's been more and more European players in the NBA game, players that, that are six foot ten and above that can dribble, pass, shoot from out on the perimeter. That's what the game is evolving to right now at that center spot. Um, really interesting. For whatever reason, on Friday, two really important phone calls came in um, about teams looking to potentially trade up early in the second round. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's, it's th- these mock drafts, they really range. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Jalen had a really positive mock draft uh, that came out on Thursday, and then the Athletic, uh, in their publication, uh, had him going a little bit later in the second round. So, uh, But we feel overly confident that he is going to get drafted somewhere, uh, either late first or hopefully early second. That would be the best-case scenario. Um, if that doesn't happen, we feel very confident mid-round, second round. While you're on your trip, any recruiting opportunities in Spain and Italy? You get to you get to keep an eye out for any European players of your own? 
I don't think so. We really haven't gone that route. I mean, we'll, we'll <laughs> you haven't needed to for sure, but we'll stick to Arkansas and Texas right now. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, talk to us about the Backstreet Boys concert. I saw they got the jerseys, the Razorback basketball jerseys, and everything last night. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, they were really cool pre-concert. Uh, it was interesting because two of uh, the five Backstreet Boy guys are, are, are they're actually from Lexington. Oh. Um, two of the guys, huge SEC fans. Um, and two of them told me, hey, no doubt we will wear this jersey sometime in conf- con- concert. Um, and it was really cool. Three of them came out at the very end uh, and had that Razorback uh, basketball jersey. So really cool. The other two guys, I don't know, maybe the jerseys didn't fit them. Um, <laughs> maybe I should have gotten triple X or whatever. I, I, I underestimated maybe, you know, the age and, and, and uh, you know, but whatever. It was cool to see three of the five in it. Yeah, well, you stayed in boy band shape. Not everybody does, Coach. I mean, you know, it's hard. Uh, what about baseball? I mean, as a son of a basketball coach, I'm assuming you were focused on the round ball most of the time, but any baseball in your background? Oh, are you kidding me? Uh, so in college, I worked for the San Diego Padres. Uh, my, my sophomore, junior, and senior year, instead of going home in the summer, I actually worked for the Padres. I started a customer relations complaint department. And then I had any complaint that happened for a home game, I got it. And then I had to write up where the complaint was, whether it was a toilet that was stopped, whether it was a parking attendant that was rude. Um, and then I had to go report every the next morning to Ballard Smith, who was the Padres' pet president at the time. And David Morway was also someone that worked in the organization that I reported to. But... You know, my dad, one of his really close friends was Billy Martin, who was a manager of the Yankees and the Twins and the Oakland A's. And Dave Winfield actually played for my dad at the University of Minnesota, and then Dave was drafted by the Padres, and my dad happened to coach the ABA team in San Diego. So uh, from about, I don't know, fourth, fifth grade, I was hanging out at the, at the Padres, Jack Murphy Stadium, and always around the Padres. It's awesome. All right, so uh, it's going to be a hot one out there. What do you think? You feeling good? Yeah, I feel good. I'm glad it's going to be hot, and uh, I'm looking forward to a Razorback win. Hopefully, uh, you know, we can, we can get this first W because obviously it's really important, yeah. um, you know, to, 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 to stay on that winner's side of the bracket for sure. Yeah, double elimination is a little unique. I mean, uh I, I wish we had double elimination in hoops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. The NCAA tournament would last two months, though, which, you know, might not be the worst thing, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, Coach, thanks for coming on. Yeah, Absolutely. thanks, you guys. Enjoy it. it. Yeah, great to see you. Thanks so much. You bet. Eric Musselman. Uh, a lot of fun with him, and uh, appreciate it, Coach. Thank you. Uh, we're going to hit up timeout. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate you holding that for a second. That was pretty cool. I didn't realize he had a, a baseball background with the Padres. That's I, cool. I don't realize most things about Moss, but then he that's always true. comes up with new stuff, too. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, a, that's a tough gig. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, customer absolutely. complaint. I don't know if I'd start that or try to end that department, uh, but it's good. That's nice that uh, they're taking care of it. We are about, uh, I don't know, probably 75% empty now. Most of the folks have headed over. We are 45 minutes from first pitch over at Charles Schwab. And we will head that way in just a little bit. But we've got one more segment left for you. We'll hear a little more from some of the Razorback principals. And we will uh, wrap things up here in Omaha and get ready for hopefully game one win. We're going to have game one either way between the Cardinal and the Razorbacks. All right, stay tuned. Day 209 on the island, there is still no rescue in sight. I long for the simple comforts of home, the leather seats, the spacious interior. 
the 12.3-inch touchscreen display, and of course, the panoramic moonroof. If I could only gaze through it one more time... Jerry! What? Stop talking about your Highlander and help me with the raft! Frank seems more agitated than normal lately. Could it possibly be because he, too, misses my Toyota Highlander? No, Jerry! It's not because I miss your Highlander! And stop acting like I can't hear you! Yes, that must be it. Comparing his sad raft to my sleek-looking Highlander has finally broken him. Just stop. Experience the unforgettable 2022 Toyota Highlander for yourself. Visit your local dealer or go to toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. See packages and options at toyota.com for feature availability. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restriction supply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Refund available for 60 days after purchase. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. Results are guaranteed or your money back. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Mobile sports betting is now live on the BetSaracen app. Go to BetSaracen.com for details, plus $500 in free play. BetSaracen.com. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. And if you're in the market for outdoor power equipment, you should consider shopping at Whit Davis Lumber Plus, your local steel dealer. Whether you're looking for a trimmer, blower, or chainsaw, they can match the right piece of equipment, answer your questions, and show you how to get maximum performance from your new steel. Their Jacksonville and Greenbrier stores even have trained in-house technicians. Find something dependable, affordable, and hardworking. Visit Whit Davis Lumber Plus today and start enjoying all advantages of steel equipment and a servicing steel dealer. The Out of Bounds Hotline is presented by Jones & Son Diamond & Bridal Fine Jewelry. At Jones & Son Diamond & Bridal Fine Jewelry, they get their diamonds at the exact same place as the large national online retailers. But you pay less at Jones & Son. They have the quality selection and experience to make your jewelry shopping and purchase the way it should be. Coverage of the College World Series is brought to you by Jones and Son Fine Jewelry, Slim Chickens, Lion Legal Services, Edwards Food Giant, Cupid's Lingerie, Smith Ford, and Homer's Ace Hardware. I think it's it's always good to play a team like Arkansas. You know, it gives us kind of that Texas Tech um, kind of vibe like we had in our Super last year, where they're just going to show up and they're going to play competitive baseball. Um, and, and you never really know. You know, you never really know what you're going to get. And and that's one of those things where you, you got to love. You got to love showing up to the ballpark to play a team like Arkansas. And you know, I think earlier in the year um, we played a really good game. It was a dogfight, and we you know we ended up coming out on top. And 
we were all there right there on the rail. You know, one of our one of our guys, Drew Bowser, gets hit in the face. You know, we kind of get confrontational a little bit. So we're kind of we're all up there on the rail. And I think you, you know you could show up uh, on Saturday ready for another dogfight. Oh, buddy, you better believe it. It's uh, Hogs and Cardinal today on the buzz. We are about 10 minutes away from handing off to Bubba and Phil and John Neighbors. Justin Aker here at DJ's Dugout where we got a few Razorback fans who have hung around till the bitter end. We appreciate you guys, uh, but we're all going to go outside and sweat our butts off together real soon. It's going to be a lot of fun. So it'll be a hot one this afternoon. It's going to get uh, all the way up into the mid-90s, and it will be in the mid-90s through most of the game Tonight at six o'clock between John's two favorites, Auburn and Ole Miss. Mm, yeah, well, John, John has had a lot of games this this weekend already that he's wishing that both teams could lose. Yeah, he was te- Texas and Notre Dame. You were torn today. You're going to be torn a little bit. You got to root against Ole Miss, though, right? Um, yeah, I'm rooting against Ole Miss. And here's the thing: is I, I actually didn't mind. I was kind of in a way I wasn't rooting for Notre Dame, but because they knocked Tennessee off, I, I feel like I owe you know a little bit of something for saying thank you. You know, so if you want to win Notre Dame, that's fine. But yeah, that, tonight with the Auburn Ole Miss game, I was actually trying to think of assuming that Arkansas wins, which let's be honest, that we, we feel like we're pretty confident in that. You know, who would you rather play? Because you beat both these teams this year in a series. That's a great point. And of course, the Ole Miss was a walk off in Baumwalker. You beat Auburn at Auburn, and Auburn's been a really good team. So the question becomes: Is that if you do win today, is there a particular team that you would rather play? Because to me, I kind of see them both being pretty even at this point. I, I think you're absolutely right. You know, I actually had a couple of Auburn players on my show earlier this week and uh they were good dudes man but i think they play the game the right way i will give them that i like auburn in that regard so i don't know if that makes me want to play them more but i think they uh we talked a lot about doing things the right way the last couple of weeks with the antics from some of the programs and auburn doesn't do that crap so i do like that um the sec obviously is rolling you got four teams in here again it's the third time since 2015 that they've had half the field and they tied the record, uh, which was first in 97, again in 04-15 when Arkansas was here, and in 19 when uh, – was Arkansas here in 19? I'm trying to think. Yes. Is it, okay. Yeah. So was what, that the what, year? 0-2 oh in that year. 2018 oh. was the year they went to the finals. So, yeah. So there are, uh, there are a handful of schools that have already won titles here, and it's interesting, all four of the SEC teams represented this year have not won a title here, even with all the experience – and all the history and all the national titles from SEC teams, the four that are here this year have not won one. So somebody's going to break through maybe. That's why Arkansas has to win. And, and I mean that as a Razorback fan because I don't know if I will be able to live with myself if I see Ole Miss win a title before Arkansas or A&M win a title before Arkansas or even Auburn. Like, this is, Arkansas, this is Arkansas's you know, deal. This is their College World Series. So I'm hoping that, yeah, if an SEC team wins the, for the first time, it has to be Arkansas. I don't want anybody else getting that feat. I don't want anybody else to win, for sure. Yeah. Uh, David Esker has been uh, a very good coach for a very long time, and he's got some history. He was a player when Dave Van Horn was a GA and in the 80s, and they got knocked out by Arkansas. He was talking about it at his, his presser this week. So um, he's a likable guy, but I obviously have no issues rooting against him today. But, uh, but he's done a great job. He's got a heck of a program. Stanford's got a couple of national titles to their credit as well. And, you know, they played in the Pac-12 where they had a few ranked teams this year. They didn't fare particularly well most of the year against ranked teams in their own league and have only played, as we mentioned, one team in the College World Series. That was Arkansas earlier this year. Um, But David Esker, obviously, you know, he realized, like all these coaches do, it's a huge get to arrive here in Omaha, and it's a a great opportunity for his team. Like this place is is so special, and and being here and getting an opportunity to face a great Arkansas team, Coach Van Horn, I respect like like no other coach, and uh, I know he'll be ready. Big difference is I think when we played them in February, it was 
30 degrees maybe. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't the most comfortable brand of baseball. So playing out here in the heat, it's going to be, it'll be a, the same type of battle, but a lot warmer. Sure, it will definitely be warm today, but that's okay. No big deal. And, I, you know, again, we, we're looking for every angle. I think it probably favors Arkansas if it favors anybody. Uh, one last guy here. Let's hear from, I think we've got time, John. Uh, Jalen Battles. Uh, it's cut B, Chris. Uh, Jalen Battles, Arkansas shortstop, who we knew was a Major League Baseball potential guy at shortstop defensively, and he has stepped it up big time with the bat, and he'll be a key cog for Arkansas the next few days. I mean, you've talked about it a little bit, you and Slavens, you know, this is why y'all came back. So just kind of what's the feel around the team? You know, you have so many guys from last year's team that are now getting to do what you, you know, wanted to do last year. Just kind of what's the, the vibe been like with your teammates? Uh, I mean, the vibe's been pretty chill. I mean, we're not really just, yeah, we're excited, but we're not very, I guess we're just grateful, I'd say. But we're not, you know, taking it to extreme, so. Peyton Stovall's really come on hitting right behind you. What's what's it like hitting in front of him? He's hitting. Uh, I mean, right I mean, it feels good. I know if I get on base, he's gonna drive me in. So I mean, it's, I feel very comfortable with him behind me. And you know, we just the chemistry we built because we room together. I feel like that's it comes into play during game time as well. Obviously, you guys are focused on Stanford, but it's a team you faced already this year. A lot of the, I guess, half the SEC West, or the SEC West made up half for the College World Series. Just how cool is that to be able to, to go in and have some familiarity with some of the teams that you are playing and potentially could play? Yeah, I mean, it's very, I mean, it's fun, I can say. I mean, we play in the hardest division in college baseball, so that's how, you know, it's our division is tough. But, I mean, having a familiar face is pretty, pretty nice, so, yeah. All right, that is uh, Jalen Battles, a man who uh, speaks softly and carries a uh, big aluminum bat. Yeah, well, see, that's what I love about him is just he's got this confidence to him, and I still think he's the best defensive shortstop Dave Van Horn's ever had. But, yeah, he's not wilding out. He'll have a good time when he hit that grand slam against Oklahoma State. He went crazy, too, and celebrated. But, yeah, he's got a cool, clean confidence to him that's really effective. Well, we are uh, feeling pretty confident as well. We're looking forward to heading over to the ballpark. Again, just a little bit left here before we hand it off to our friends from from Learfield and we'll be here live on Monday as well at DJ's Dugout so if you're coming in a little late or you're just coming into town today and you're going to stay through Monday join us the next couple of days over here don't have anything broadcast scheduled tomorrow I'm sure uh, somebody's going to make an appearance on uh, the Sunday buzz with Mr. Vickery but of course uh, and then Monday we'll be back here from 10 until 4 live at DJ's Dugout and we hope that uh, a lot of fans can stop by and we'll be live 10 to 4 provided Arkansas is playing in the late game so I'm going to say that we're going to be here 10 to 4 and uh, we'll be looking forward to leading it uh, up to a little bit of drive time then on into the Learfield broadcast on Monday against either Ole Miss or Auburn. Uh, again, elimination games start tomorrow, and Arkansas will have their chance hopefully to get to 2-0 and on Monday. But uh, first things first, Stanford and Arkansas coming up next. That's going to do it for us. John Neighbors, Justin Ankery here at DJ's Dugout. I appreciate you tuning in. Thanks to Coach Musk for popping on. And uh, Chris Holloway back in the studio as well as our buddy HB for helping set everything up for today. And uh, thanks to DJ's Dugout, cleanest bar you're going to come into. I mean, they vacuum like right after all these crazy Razorback fans leave. I mean, that is next level. So we will join you again uh, coming up on Monday from here in Omaha. Stay tuned. Learfield's broadcast of Arkansas and Stanford coming up next on The Buzz. Somewhere in middle America, get right to the heart of matters. It's the heart that matters. your money back at the door
the money back at the 